2: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Real Ghost Stories
1: Online.
3: Sometimes having a confirmation of a haunting is something that an individual needs, no matter how compelling the moment was, no matter how much you felt something, no matter how much you heard something. Sometimes we just need that with our own eyes to be able to say, I saw this. I know what this was. Otherwise, there's that big span of time of called the rest of your life, where you're going 98% sure I had a paranormal experience, but there's that 2% that, that still kind of makes you go, well, maybe it was something else. My friend saw it, but I didn't see it. But I, I felt it, I heard it, I could so many things. But sometimes you just need that that little, little bit. I think our next listener struggles with that idea just a little bit, not to an extreme level, but enough where it becomes something that they wonder about and ponder for many years after the initial haunting experience. Take a listen. In elementary school, I lived in a house next to a cemetery in a suburb of Buffalo, New York. My parents divorced and I was living with my mom at the time and her then husband. He was not genuinely nice and there were frequent fights between him and my mom. They almost did a good job hiding it, but I did witness them yelling at each other and throwing things. I was just a kid and unsure of what to do. I'd usually just hide away. My grandpa lived downstairs with us while he was alive, and I would visit him frequently and discuss his life. 1918 to the present day, World War II, and so many other interesting topics. Despite those temporary problems, my childhood was good traveled to my dad in Fort Lauderdale during school breaks that would take me away from it all until I permanently moved there with him. While in Buffalo, I had great friendships. We were a solid group of friends, some of which I still talk to every day 20 years later. What I did not really tell them was what else happened in the house next to the cemetery because I couldn't really explain it. When I did, it would start weird conversations about monsters or jokes The first experience happened around Christmas time after I first moved in. I was lying on the couch in the living room next to the Christmas tree with a blanket over my head, making almost a small personal tent while I played with a Game Boy. At the time, you needed a light attachment to illuminate the screen, and the tree was throwing off the colors on the screen. I forgot what I was playing, but suddenly what seemed like a hand pressed down on the blanket I was under. Instead of looking from under the blanket, I felt frozen. I knew this was not my mom or her husband, and so I felt uneasy. The hand lifted and away from the blanket, and all was silent. I peeked from under the blanket after what lasted what seemed like a few silent minutes, and nothing was there. I heard no footsteps, no clothes rustling, no breathing, nothing. The following nights made me nervous. The nights turned into weeks, weeks turned into months, and months turned into years. Every night at bedtime, I would preemptively wait to be visited again. I would sleep with my head outside of the blanket, but I felt the presence on my leg touched. I would hide back under my blanket. All these nights would pass without any footsteps, doors opening, or anything like that, unless the ghost decided to move objects. The house was otherwise silent at night. The hand that touched my legs seemed to glide over it. It did not hurt, but it did not feel normal. It was like a heavy, cold wind. It got to the point where it became tiresome and annoying. I had trouble sleeping, and I'd ask my mom if I could stay up later, but she would say no. I told her all the time that I'd be touched at night on my legs and things would be moved in my room, and she told me excuses that I look back on as being funny. She would tell me it was a squirrel outside making noises, or asked me if I was sure that I did not imagine it, so if I could not stay up, I had a good idea to just not sleep there anymore. I would spend so many nights at my friend's house or downstairs with my grandpa. Both places seemed lighter, even if one of those places was in the same building. A funny thing about my friend's house is that it was across the street from the cemetery, so I ruled out the cemetery being the cause of the haunting. His house had nothing whatsoever from what I could tell or sense. Whenever I had to sleep in my own bedroom, which I tried to have happen as little as possible, it was the same thing. Two other nights do stand out to me. One of the nights, my books were on a table at the foot of my bed and they started turning on their own. The pages would flip quickly. I remember starting to get into Harry Potter and I was proud of those books and this ghost was ruining them. I got kind of angry at the ghost. I did not want the books to be ruined, so I tried to scare the ghost or make the ghost interested in me instead. I still could not look from under the safety of my blanket, but I began to just wiggle in my bed and cough loudly seemed to have worked my book stopped moving and I eventually fell asleep I woke up the next morning to my book spread over the floor and pages bent and some torn the next day I told my friends at school they pressed my thumb down and had the pages quickly turned past it and said they did it on their own and they laughed another night I was awoken to my radio turning on I had the volume set to low so it did not bother me that much but then the volume was turned up couldn't believe it. I was still scared of the ghost so I just let it play. The noise echoed throughout the house and eventually my mom came and turned the radio off. I asked what was that and she told me that the radio was probably set up to be timed on an autoplay. Over I discovered there was not a setting for that and never did it before. Despite being awoken in the middle of the night with the radio blasting I was happy that the ghost decided to be very loud so my mom could witness it. The last story at this house is something I'm not sure I believe myself because it happened to my friend. This friend is affected by it over a decade later. I decided to host a sleepover which did not really happen at my place. We took the living room over, played games on the TV. We were having a lot of fun until one of my friends gasped and frantically tried to back up to the couch behind us He told us he saw a white figure without any distinct features in the hallway. He said he did a double take and saw it twice moving in the entrance, and when he closed his eyes in disbelief, he saw two red eyes. I live in the house with this thing, and I've never experienced red eyes or saw it again. Even though many nights went by being haunted, this was something I still found hard to believe. He saw it and then had a vision of red eyes. I could not understand, but to this day he swears he saw it. As crazy as it sounds, one of my biggest regrets in life was not being brave enough to look directly at this ghost. Most of the time I was too afraid, Well, some of the time I was either too tired to care or angry at it. It haunted me almost every night for years, and I never got to see it, and that was my fault. After we moved out, my mom told me that the house was haunted and that she believes that it is a gift to be able to witness the paranormal in any way. Seeing, feeling, or otherwise sensing a ghost seemed to not be a gift at the time, but later I realized it is. There's many things in the world we cannot explain. One thing I have a hard time believing is that my mom claims she can see people's auras. I don't understand it, and there's a chance I never will. But I'll not discredit her claims after years of being haunted. The story was fun to tell, and it really gives me the creeps to this day. I never saw it and can only go off what my friends saw that night. But I'll never forget the feeling of it.
1: This is Real Ghost Stories Online.
3: Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What
2: do you do when you win? i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a Actually a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty.
0: Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them.
3: Software engineers?
0: Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found.